0: Welcome to Agile World, Better English. Agile World was created by Sabrina Bruce and Carl Smith to focus on agility within a global community. Steve and I are the newest addition to the Agile World family. I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of GSD Mindset and Agile Consultancy, and my partner over there, Steve Mowbray, and I, we are passionate about Agile. Through this podcast, we plan to share experiences about how others apply Agile principles to become successful. So hopefully you can apply those principles to and achieve everything you want. Steve is an enterprise Agile coach and founder of Agile Forming. Steve, wake up and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Cynthia.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm Steve Mowbray and I am... Happy, happy to be here, and yes, this is our this is our what this is our second one. This, this is our first. Well, I guess
0: the other one. This is our first uh, is real yeah. one. So you're lucky.
1: Yeah. So, so Jason, you are a guinea pig by the by the way. So uh, <laughs> absolutely love love having you as our guinea pig because you
2: mean <laughs> I'm your MVP. <laughs> there you yeah. go.
0: Yeah. There you yeah. go. If Most You, you person, suck. We're done. product. Suck, we're done. Whatever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So since Jason just said MVP, our topic today is impactful products. And Jason, I've, I've, known, how, how long have, I've known you for at least five years, because I know yeah. you helped host one of the original meetups I, I did like five years ago.
2: Yeah. What, do
1: yeah. You, how, long, how long have we
0: known
2: each other? I, I think it's about five, five or six years. Yeah. Five or six years. Um, and
0: how long have we known oh. each other? Like five minutes?
2: So and we 25 minutes now. 25 <laughs> easy, minutes. Easy. 20, 25 <laughs> you know it could have been 26 27 minutes. I mean it's
0: it feels like 27. It, it feels yeah. It feels <laughs> like 24
1: so. Okay. She's had more beer than you. So, so that, that explains it. So Jason, thank you for being like our guinea pig. And thank, thank you. Like, but, but the reason why I wanted to, to talk to you is because I love your, the concept of what you're doing with impactful products. So tell us, just, just for a minute, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and, and why people should listen to you. I, I, I love
2: your talks and I love you, but
1: why should anybody else care?
2: <laughs> no also, pressure. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sure, and we'll get into the meeting. <laughs> Kind of what I mean by impactful in, in a minute, but uh, first, Steve uh, and Cynthia, thanks for thanks for having me on. I have uh, been in the you know agile space for you know eleven or so years, so I can't even say I've been there since the beginning because I haven't. Right, I've only been there for half of the manifesto uh, manifestos duration, or just about. Um, I started as a product owner in the, the Department of Defense space. Um, and you know, I did that for a number of years on a really awesome great team supporting a, a, a really, really cool, uh, very impactful, uh, impactful program uh, for the Department of Defense. And I, you know, at the time, I think, I fell in love with the way, that we were working so much that I wanted to help other folks and teams and organizations uh, do that. And that's how I kind of made that, that transition into agile coaching. Um, I've learned from a lot of wonderful, great, and brilliant minds, and I'm still learning. Um, Lisa Atkins was probably my, my first big like, wow, wow, that's <laughs> like, wow, she's a rock star. When you can really hit it out the park, that's what it looks like. Um, and, you know, I have went from large organizations, I mean, I used to be in the military before that, right? So I have experience, I think, at almost every organizational scale um, from, you know, the U.S. government, which I think is the largest uh, U.S. employer, uh, to, you know, a very large uh, consulting firm, to a much smaller consulting firm, you know, like a niche, almost startup size, uh, to now a party of one. Right. I'm, I'm an independent consultant um, and I've been in organizations that range the gamut uh, of, uh, of from those of that space uh, and in, in different sectors, not just in government and commercial. So uh, it's been a fun ride. Uh, it really has been. And I have come back at last to my product route. So I definitely I still coach. That's that's what I do. But I focus more so on. Product piece um, now f- from from some things that I will share with you a little bit later. Well, so when, that when, when in a nutshell about. is why you should listen to me, and that's I can't really say a nutshell because I went on way longer than a nutshell. So <laughs> that's like
1: so, yeah. so so when you're talking about building products yeah, for yeah. for for like the the government and, and the Department of Defense, I immediately pictured Tony Stark from <laughs> Iron Man. And, and those type of products. Yeah. So, what type of products were you building?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe I should just let you and the listeners have that picture because it'll be sort of cooler than that. No, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be i was a uh, i was a consultant product owner. So, I was not, you know, a, a government employee, but it was a consultant product owner for a product called uh, a Space, and it was built. It was it was it was the Facebook for spies, is how Time Magazine called it back in two thousand eight. Um, it had a real, wow. I mean, it had a really cool mission. It came about as from the from the intelligence sharing failures of uh, uh, from the 9-11 Warren Commission, wow. and, and that sort of was the the genesis of this social media platform for the intelligence community, right? So the mission was, I mean, the mission couldn't been any more kind of awe inspiring, um, empowering. And, um, you know, I, I, I had great, I had, I had a blast. I had really had a good time. And the folks that I worked with, they loved being there. Um, they loved the the product that they supported and it was, um, yeah, it was a wild ride. Uh, and, and we, we did some cool things that, you know, unfortunately, I can't, I can't talk about or share. Cause you'd have to here. kill us, it, to it, 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 uh, us. We don't want but, you to be sure. um, We're not Um, you know, we, we, we did some, yeah, we did some really, really cool things. So, yeah, that was, you know, that was, um, yeah, that was great. That was how I started. <laughs> that
1: was- okay, oh. hey, that's that's kind that's kind of interesting, you know, because I guess spies need to get to know each other and hang out and do they yeah. take pictures of themselves? They got <laughs> a date too, right?
0: Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine selfies are a real big thing on that on that Facebook first spot.
2: Yeah, well, who knows what they're
1: they
0: doing. all have? They I'm all have disguises, wow. so you really wouldn't recognize them if you saw yeah, them oh. in real life.
1: Yeah, every <laughs> yeah. selfie's on a green screen with a different background. So right, right, right. <laughs> So, so any, anyway, so tell us about your agile journey. What was that like?
2: Um, Yeah. So, you know, right, right after that. Yeah. You know, so I did that for what, three years, I guess, three or four were years. You tra- did, did you have
0: training or did you have a coach or, I mean, did you, yeah, just so- did they just say yeah. like, Oh, Jason, you're a product owner. And yeah, kind that, that. that's kind of
2: like, they gave you the that, product that's owner right. one and, and <laughs> yeah, down that's what we I were. Thought, we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have training, but it was a little bit after I had sort of already been in the role. Um, I was totally new. Like it was, it was a, it, they were transitioning from, you know, waterfall project management to agile. And ar- originally I came in as like the requirements lead. Um, and, you know, and they're like, Hey, we're going to do this, this agile thing. And since, and, you know, interesting enough, since I was like still, newish just in the software management realm, software project management realm, I didn't have any pre-agile management constructs ingrained in me to begin with, right? So it's just kind of like, oh. we're gonna do this. I'm like, oh that sounds cool. And then I was like, oh, this this kind of makes sense. Like, duh, why wouldn't we do this? Right. Um, and you know it's interesting, compare that with, you know, when I work with younger gener, like younger generational teams, uh software teams, uh you know, in you know, progressive companies, whatever you want to call them. Like they they're really there's no agile training because that's just how that's just how they build software. Like nobody, nobody, you know, like in a startup, nobody does, hey, we're gonna do a whole bunch of requirements gathering and then hand it to this people. And then like so they don't even grow up learning that. Um, so it's interesting, so the coaching is different there, right? You're not coaching like, hey, we should do like shorter development cycles and we should like, we should involve the, like, you know, I'm we're sorry. Not doing I'm
0: sorry, I'm going to um, mute myself because can you hear the thunderstorm through there? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Can you, because okay, if we all die, if, if all of a sudden I disappear, it's, oh, because, no. it's, like, it's because you told me something <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't know and lightning no. is going to- Yeah, because I either told you something I <laughs>
2: shouldn't know. Or what I say was so <laughs> monumental that it blew out your internet. I didn't
0: mean it. I just couldn't. I can't tell with the headset. Like, if you can hear it or they not, found but out it's really well
1: Yeah, it's it's a really good headset. The Facebook okay. for spies. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming after you.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm look, I, <laughs> that is
2: that is all public domain knowledge. It was on, I think, like a, a 2008 Time Magazine cover. So that's that's you know completely out there. Okay, um, this yeah. is
0: actual world news. So we will have to report it, <laughs> just like we heard
2: it. It's just okay. like you heard it. It's totally fine. Okay, so, so you were um,
0: trained. You had some training. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have, like, gone. No, no, no hey, it. like,
2: I, I, can, I can go with the flow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so, no, I, I, I started that, and um, I had training kind of, like, after the fact, I, after I'd been doing it for a while. And ironically, I, I think the training stuck more because I had some experiential, stuff to apply it to like oh yeah I, I get what you're talking about like oh that should be this and I should do that um you know and, it, and I, I think it was more was more effective um and then so you know I, I just I was just a product owner for a number of years working with an agile team and then got tapped to at this time so I was in I was working for Booz Allen at the time uh, and you know they they were just starting an agile coaching circle within their organization and I got tapped to, to try out for that, so to speak. And, you know, I guess I like, I gave the right agile handshake, (laughs) um, which is really just a hug. It's just a really big hug. I love the hugs. Um, And, and, and I, and I, and I, and then I had like another learning journey. Then it was like, okay, well, you know, about the gist of agile, like now how do you actually coach people and lead people? And that was a whole, muscle that I had never learned, like worked or learned or experienced in. So that was, um, that was monumental. It was like, oh, this is like really cool. And I was like, oh, and you can use this to do like apply outside of agile, just for just regular improvement stuff, non agile related. Um, so that was cool. So, and then I stepped fully into that, more of that coaching space after I, uh, after I left there, went to being, um, you know, started doing sort of team coaching and then uh, you know, still some consulting work and then dove full into like, no, I want to, I want to coach full time, um, just joined a company that, that really focused just on, just on that, learn from a lot of really smart, great experts in that field. Um, and, and then, and then they'll you know, just up my game to the, you know, the next, the next level. So I was a coach level four, now I'm level seven. Uh, I'm just making that up. I mean, there are no numbers um and did that for a number of years so that was my you know and now i'm transitioning so i had so i I talked about i had two aha moments one was in the way that that we were working right like and that was just experiential as from being a product owner and how we would bring in the customer and how the the team would work and then how they would say like you know they, they would they would produce something to check to see, like, hey, is that is that the thing that we talked about? Great. And then, uh, oh, like, now let's talk about, like, how can we tweak our processes to, to work better? And, and so that was like, oh, of course, like, this is just, you know, this is just natural. Um, so ironically, I didn't see, I didn't have the, like, aha that people who have started their journey in waterfall traditional SDLC and into Agile had, I had it when I started my coaching journey and I started coaching other groups because I was like, oh, oh, like people, people do this. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm here. Oh, OK, I get it. Like, wow. Um, so that was, you know, that was always that was interesting to see, like, oh, well, no, this is how you were, you know, this is how you this is how you came up doing uh, okay. doing project management, doing software delivery.
0: Or how do you get anything done moment? Is that the moment like, oh, now I know why this is so much better than that. Yeah. No, yes. you didn't know that that you only knew that this, right? Yeah. So,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Because you, because I didn't, you I didn't experience the bad per se. Right. I, I didn't, I didn't experience, like I, I didn't have that, like, oh man, this is so much, it was, it was just like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is kick-ass. Yeah, of course it is. Right. And then seeing like some of the, seeing some of the problems, organizational problems and, and, and project management problems from traditionally managed software projects that became apparent to me. So then, then the trick was like, all right, well, how do I, how do I show someone else a window into what's possible when they haven't quite experienced it? Right. And that's, I love um, that. I love that. That was that, <laughs> that is what I, when, when I came to find is like, I really love doing it. I mean, it is a challenge. Right. And I don't always win. Right. Or I, I don't always get it right. I'm, I'm not always successful. But when I am, like the reward, the reward is like Ninja Warrior. Not the American Ninja Warrior, where like everybody's a Ninja Warrior. Like the traditional Japanese Ninja Warrior, where they can go like seasons without somebody becoming the like becoming the Ninja Warrior. But then when they do, you're like, woo! <laughs> Yes, right. Like it's, it is, it is like that. When you can really make monumental change, and and, you know, and I'm not saying, uh, the folks I work with haven't haven't seen any successes, but sometimes it's it can be incremental, and we know progress and change is slow. But the occasions when you have radical transformation, those are just like, those are amazing, right? And, And and most of the time, and I'll be honest, I think the first time I had me, it was like surprising to me. It was. It was kind of like, oh, well, I had prepared to sort of rejustify why I brought the first thing to, but you already implemented, and now you're on the, you're on this thing. I was going to get to that like in two months, but okay. Wow. There you go. Okay. It's this, done. Let me throw away this playbook. And uh, <laughs> where do we go from here? This is great. So, you know, that, that is awesome. Um, all right. I, I think that was the, that was the long answer to now a question that I can't really remember the. Your, oh, aha moment,
0: your aha moment became yeah. a lifelong experience of joy and exploration. It was. There you go. That was,
1: that was beautiful. And I, lo- I love how, yeah, oh, how you snuck in there that you're much younger than Cynthia and I are, That because we had to go through that bad waterfall project stuff. At least I did. So maybe, <laughs> that, maybe I
2: That was yeah. getting that, edited that, out. So that, that I, I, was I the beginning
1: that. of my, my career. I was like, oh my God, have <laughs> you ever, ever imagined spending three years doing requirements <laughs> gathering? So. <laughs> before, before anybody starts writing any code. So, Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Well, I remember I don't live in DC anymore, but I did go to university, Maryland Smith school of business MBA program. And I used to consult to the government and I remember writing about stuff like they didn't it's like we had to like write about it before they even decided they were gonna do it they were gonna do so it we, used to, we were management consultants who wrote about stuff wrote and about then stuff. we would present it to somebody and then they would say oh this is a very nice requirement sir this is a very nice proposal here i'm gonna put it up on this shelf and never do it so yeah. even. Put so even before they actually started to do something, you had to write about doing something and then they had to present it and then they yep. had to think about it. And then, I mean it was the government was crazy. And I'm glad that to hear your story of joy and discovery, because back in my day, <laughs> I moved all the way from Washington, DC back to Los Angeles, California to get away from it. I was I like, get oh, away from it. <laughs> I got no. in my car and packed no, my little my little Honda and drove. <laughs> I
2: I don't blame you. I definitely don't blame you. But you know what? Like 10, 15 years from now, you know, people will look back at this as like, can you believe they used to do that agile stuff? Oh yeah. Right? I don't I can't wait like to what it is. Even better, like whatever, like, yeah.
0: Maybe it's they, like dune, we'll fold time and it'll yeah. be done and we won't even have to worry about it.
2: yeah. They we'll think
0: it, it and it'll, it'll be on flat screens. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like know, we, how could you possibly. believe that? Like, yeah, we do stick around here, but back yeah. in the day they used to do agile. Like,
1: yeah, you <laughs> anything done? And and, and th- think about it: when they wrote the Agile Manifesto, there was no video conferencing. You mm. oh, they had to
0: go skiing. Yeah, that so, was right? a shame. That was a shame that they uh, had to do that. Yeah,
1: cell phones yeah. could not access the internet in the U.S. There was yeah no,
2: yeah yeah, no, no it's it, 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 it was interesting, you know, and i won't i won't peel this onion because i think this will be a great teaser for maybe a potential next guest but uh there's a movement called agile 2 yes uh which which i'm aware of and, and i i know a few of the co-authors mm-hmm. and i've read i'm actually gonna have coffee with one of them this friday and some of the things in there are really really cool and, and, then, and some of them are riveting like they're you know they're you know, they push against some things that you know we've we've sort of cemented in our in our uh, in our in our aha moment, and they they take that face to face thing, right? And and I think that that's one of them, um, but because of where we are with technology that did not exist back then, right? Like there's still a lot that you, right? Like this is kind right? yeah, of technically face to face, right? Sort of. It's as, close, it's as close as we're going to get, for, right. for
1: a while. As close as
0: we're going to get to you, dude. That's a exactly. Answer. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And we we, could, we couldn't <laughs> have done this, you know, ten years ago. So. No,
2: no, 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 no. So it's anyway, it's history. That's a, maybe a plug for a future guest.
1: <laughs> and and we well we I've already I've already been talking with with Lisa and a f- and a few others from from that group. So um, yeah, we're gonna have Agile Two on very soon. But let, let's for, for a minute now. One of the things that I, I love about what you're doing is impactful products.
2: Yeah, and That's. the
1: reason I think products need to be focused on so much is because Scrum was re- it was real easy for people to follow Scrum and start mm-hmm. developing software, and then yeah. the software was backing up. So then they came up with DevOps, and yeah. Gene Kim came up with this yeah. great idea, great name for it, great book at the right time, and and you could measure it. You could measure it really tightly, right? You can yeah. you can you can say save yeah. we saved two minutes, right? Because you <laughs> automated, but then. The whole product piece now. People are finally realizing they're developing the wrong stuff.
2: Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter how fast coming out fast,
1: having, how qual or what the quality yeah. of it is. If nobody wants it, it's not a value. So yeah. talk to me about impactful products and what led you to that and why it's important. And I love that concept. So
2: that was my second aha. <laughs> uh-huh. That was my second <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I had, you know, I had the the fortune of working with you know, one, probably the one organization that had for the most part solved the delivery pipeline issue, right? Like in, I mean, it and organizations are vast, like some organization, some parts of organization are better than others, but most of the organization deploying multiple times a day, you know, 145 times a month, like no problem. They, they've, they've got that. They've managed the risk. Got to Like, mitigated uh, pipeline, they're doing dark launches, they're slowly ramping up their releases, they're backing down if something fails, it kind of runs like clockwork, so to speak, right? Um, so like, and, and that's an answer, like once you get to that wall, like, you know, I realize, realizing, you know, doing a lot of work in the DC and the government sector, many government agencies aren't there yet. We focus so much on that. And I think that is the right thing to focus on because you need that to get to this other thing I'm talking about. But once you get to the like, yeah, we can get it out real fast. It's there, it works, it doesn't break anything. Yes. And then you get to like, all right, now what was that supposed to do again? What? Oh, like, I don't know. Like, not how was it supposed to work, but like, what was the outcome it was supposed to drive? Yeah, exactly. Why, why? Figure that out. Right. And so that was, I think that was the other, that was the other aha. That was and that was probably even the bigger aha that I realized like oh there's this whole other world and I and and I entered into a learning phase again I started you know following Melissa Perry and Teresa Torres and, and even some great product coaches you know I'll you know give a shout out to uh, Rajesh Neurlucker and uh, Ben Foster of Productify um, they've got a great product consulting practice um, and they're wicked smart dudes and you know just seeing like the things that they focus on and how they focus on it and how they um how like they have you know thought about all areas of product management how it becomes super important to understand the business measures of the organization that you're working in it becomes super important to really understand the end goal customer outcomes and so like i want to like talk about because we get lost in the sauce a little bit so like an outcome isn't you know hey can i uh can i use your feature can i successfully use your feature i click on it it does whatever it's supposed to do and i've used it yay right that that's, I mean, maybe it is an outcome. But that's a very lower order outcome. That's that that's what I call like a leading indicator, right? That that gives the development team and even the product manager an initial feedback that, hey, yes, it's getting used. That's important. Right. So, but let's say, for example, I use um I use a lot of Strava examples because I, I use Strava a lot. I'm a, I'm a big cyclist. That's my thing. And so Strava is an app for athletes to like track their riding times and their run times, right, so they can, you know, they can see if they're getting faster, or my case is, like, how slower they're getting over the years um, compared to their previous times, right, so let's just say, like, let's just say I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do my first century, right, let's just say I'm, a, like, I'm a novice bike rider, and a century is 100 miles, right, and that's a big deal for, like, riding 100 miles, right, it's, like, it's equivalent of running a marathon. If you're like a light runner, like, Hey, I want to run a marathon. If you're a light rider, it's like, yeah, I want to, I want to like do my first century. So the technology exists now, right. Where now thinking back to the product team, if they're like, Hey, well, if we understand our customers, our customers are athletes. Like, well, there's a segment of people who are entry-level aspiring cyclists and a successful outcome for them. Right. One of their, you know, live healthier lifestyle, whatever outcomes, is you know being able to say, like I've ridden a hundred miles. Now we have the ability to know whether they did that. Right. Okay. So if we have the ability to know because they they they, we we see their logs and because of data sharing between other apps, right? If I enter in a race or I register on you know bike reg, whatever, that information is publicly publicly available. They can access that. And they can go. Okay, well, well, now if if I said I'm going to build this feature to help you know Jason be a better cyclist, like the first order of success is yeah, does it get used? But that's not impact. Impact is like hey, I said I was going to build this thing to help him get to his goal, his goal of riding 100 miles. I need to actually go see if that happened. Mm-hmm. Right? You couldn't do this before. Right? This is this is only possible within the last five six seven maybe eight eight nine years right um, because of the availability of, of data because of the, the the internet of things right and because of you know very very smart a b testing frameworks that really allow you to control who sees what what you you know what customers get what experience and then and then separate them into like a cohort right if I say like hey here's my here's my coaching goal cohort. You know, we're going to do this feature to the coach users to their goal, right? Okay, great. We're going to we're gonna send that to 200 aspire, aspiring century riding cyclists. And let's see what happens after a few weeks or months, right? Compared to groups that don't get that, right? And, and then like you, you can now demonstrably show, oh yeah, the thing that we sent to coach them to their goal statistically had an impact of helping them achieve that, right? Like, yeah, yeah we, we did this, and now three weeks later, thirty-five percent more of them are writing their first century compared to the other group, right?
1: So that it's not impossible. so it's not just just an output. It's not just hey, no. we're going to measure how far you went.
2: No, and it's not yeah. even just like oh, is it? Are people using the feature? It's like oh no no no. Like we have the ability to tie it to more more like tangential outcomes right so so we've blended right what, what's sort of happening in the, in the past several years is we've blended the digital and the physical where where like digital experiences can affect physical outcomes right and and so the aha that i had was well now that that's possible and, and there are companies doing it mm-hmm. right and there, there are companies doing it without the customers in mind so they they can definitely do it for the business outcomes I won't name some of them. You, you, sure, you, you can name them. Um, and they're they're are wickedly successful in doing that, right? They 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 are super smart. They have the business outcomes measured to a T. It's not just about did you click it. It's about like, are, are you going to stay a customer longer, mm-hmm. right? Are you going to are, are you going to keep sitting in that monthly subscription bill, whatever it is? Like, they have it tied down to a science, right? Because they they've brought in like they brought in behavioral scientists who study human behavior. Right. And, and, then, and then so this like this is the aha that I'm like, okay, well, now that it's possible to do this, right? Now that it's actually possible to tie our software product choices to business and customer hard-hitting outcomes, we are obligated, we have a duty to do that. It's not just to like, oh that's cool. It's like, no, no, no. You should, right? And so the, like, you know, the aha was like, oh yeah, th- this is possible. Some people are doing it and some people don't even know about it, you know? And, you know, and this is where I'll be a little critical of, 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 of our spaces. You know, I, I think that there isn't a lot of concentration and focus in the agile community there. I say hardly any at all, just within the agile community about that very same thing. Right. Like, you know, and I think back to, and looking back after I've, Kind of had these experiences and I think back I was like oh yeah there, there's kind of well, there's always been a void in the agile scrum even the safe playbook about like oh no no, like how do you how do you actually make awesome products right we talk about frameworks for minimizing risk and dependencies and making sure like people are communicating and the right voices are being heard and all that is definitely important right not saying it's not it it, it it is but it it's not the brains right it's not the like Oh no, if you are working in a SaaS operating model, right? The software as a service, then there are a few things for the business you should absolutely know, like customer lifetime value, customer retention, average monthly churn, average revenue churn, reoccurring revenue. Like you should know what these things are because they 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 should play into your product strategy, right? And those things should be more tangential to how you make product choices and decisions over, you know, did this per you know, did this person put this thing at number three or number four on the priority list? Right. Okay. Right. Can we
0: just summarize for a minute, just because I think you made some really super important points and a lot of it has to do with MVP, prioritizing your backlog, planning, things like that. So I guess if, if you're if our product owner and excited mm-hmm. by what it is that we're talking about, what you're saying is not only understanding what it is that somebody, why they're coming in, what I call event modeling, like they're yeah. coming in because they need to do this A, B, C, yeah. like five things. You're saying, well, not only do we have to focus on the five most important things, like the 80, the Pretos, let's say 80-20 yeah. rule, like the five most important things. But we also need to focus on how we're how those things that they're doing, how we're gonna make a better impact, improve customer attention, reduce the cost of getting yeah. a customer, whatever that secret sauce is, because that is it's huge. People barely yeah. think about what it is that why we're coming, we're why using we're coming, yeah. why we're coming in to use it, and then not only saying, because that affects design, right? So I kind of wanted to. A little summary because people were listening they get caught up in the excitement yeah, yeah. and your excitement but we're actually here we want people to learn yeah. how to be better agilist so yeah. i just kind of wanted you to kind of re-express it in a real short thing like how would uh, you, sound how, do you, how does that change well not a soundbite, but like how does that change the way that you approach? yeah the MVP sprint planning quarterly planning, whatever it is that you're doing. Do you see what I'm so, saying? Because I think it's really Yeah, important. yeah.
2: I I what it's taught me is put what I know about agile processes aside Thank and you. first focus on what problem are we solving? How do we know? Right? How is that important to the business goals? And now, how are we going to like? How are we going to empower our teams to do that, right? So, yeah, if a higher, if I'm, yeah, of course, if I'm with a big company and they're, you know, you have some huge, high-level, top goals like customer lifetime value you bumped that by X and <laughs> but those help the million yeah, accomplish there. Are- yeah, like that's going to be really hard. But what are the what are the like what are the lower-level sub KPIs that are still tied to that? To to the customer goals and the business goals that we can empower our teams by. Figure that out first, then 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 figure out how you're going to work to get there, right? And when I say how you're going to work, I'm thinking of oh, we're going to do Scrum or we'll do Kanban or like we'll right. have it doesn't board, matter, right? That because- rolled, like yeah, like so I, yeah, none of that none of that matters. You can do all of that and you could still deliver on on outputs, right? And that's and and you might be better than you were before right? If you weren't delivering anything at all, you absolutely will be better than you were before, right? Cause you weren't delivering anything at all, but you have the, so you're going to
1: be good, but you won't be great. Right. So, yeah. so Jason, if, if, if we may, cause we are about 30 minutes in. So let me, let me ask you this in your own words, what, <laughs> what do you see the differences between outputs and outcomes? Because for yeah. you know 20 years, we've been helping scrum automatically get you better outputs.
0: Yeah. More output, yeah. Impactful <laughs> outcomes is what we
1: really want, and that yeah. has nothing to do with any of the Scrum processes or, or any of the Agile processes. Absolutely. Yeah. So what? So, so sum that up for us.
2: Uh, at, at its simplest, uh, out, outcomes are 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 something or is something that is tied to bottom line business success and customer success. Yes. I, I was waiting um, for that. Yeah, that, no. that's that's in, in the <laughs> in the simplest um in word, and and I would I would I would caution like when I go into spaces I find I find people are using the lingo like they're aware like oh yeah outcomes more important than outputs, but for some uh, but many people are still misattributing outputs in the outcomes they're like yeah yeah no outcomes are important what's the outcome that we want you know we want 100 of this feature. Deployed by X, right? Or we want this feature by Y. That's the outcome we want. Like, no, no, no. That's the output that you want. That's mm-hmm. still not. So I find people, they, they still aren't getting it. Um, well, so I, I really find the only way to sort of break that bubble is is to use actual examples, right? So like to, to say, like, in my bicycle example, like, I say, like, okay, well, so in that case, like, an outcome isn't, you know, a a goal coaching feature to all of our users like no an outcome is an increase in the amount of our customers who ride their first century period right business outcome might be uh rate increased customer retention you know by seven or eight months Mm -hmm. or five or six years whatever right like that's an outcome right And, and so you're, you know, so I, so I find like, and there's OKR coaching that'll help right with, with this, you know, don't tie your, you know, don't feel that you have to tie your tactics, you know, the things that you want to do into your OKRs or your, the outcomes that you seek right? Keep those separate. Yeah.
1: So if you could give people one piece of advice, um, and just, yeah, yeah, um, like like over a beer. If you had two minutes over a beer with somebody and you were going and they were saying I'm ready. Hey, you
0: know, what is it?
1: We're keeping everybody utilized, but we're not yeah. but we're not making yeah. market impact. So what yeah. what do we do?
2: I, I would say honestly if I could, you know, it depends who you are. Uh, if I feel like we're talking I'm talking to a bunch of agileists, so I'll just pretend like that, that's who I'm talking to. I, I I think that is who I'm talking to, right? Or maybe right, not yeah, for,
0: for right? number one, maybe. probably pretty yeah, soon. Yeah. We hope that expands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my, my one, one piece of advice is that the only thing that I could give that in, in a singular form that would be helpful is probably get out of the agile bubble for a little bit, like uh, just go, go look around and other, I, like really go into the product community or space and figure out like, Oh, what are some of those folks talking about? going into this sounds weird, going into like behavioral science. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that was another, like, that's a really, uh, you know, side interesting area that I find behavioral economics and behavioral science that sort of reinforce my product coaching. Because like, the, you know, what a lot of that has taught me is like, wow, human beings are not, you know, we're not as rational as we think. Uh, not at all. Or as, as, <laughs> I don't know if we ever Well, we're, we're, yeah, I just yeah. say we're not as I'll rational be. as some of the Our
1: emotions. So
2: some of the prior, like economics and, and management consulting models, would have you believe that they are right. Like, oh, well, you know, you you got to do this, and like you, you do this, and this oh, yeah. is how human beings like. And so, like you know, time and time again, all these studies that they do just show that, like you the the, you've got to observe the behavior there's really no feedback for you know measuring that behavior some things that you like you would think intuitively make sense quick example like super quick right more choices are better for consumers like you know that, that's tried and true that has that, that, been like a presumptive marketing de facto statement for a, for a long time like consumers like choice and then like the reality is like well yes but it kind of depends and And, like, more choices past a certain point, like, lead to more sampling of products, but they actually don't lead to more purchasing, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, all these sort of wild things, right, that you don't find out unless you, unless you actually, like, test and market, right? So, that's the other thing, like, okay, well, that means you, you got to get your product or software out there and (laughs) remove your ego and, and test and see, like, hey, like, I don't know. is it working um so one get out of your space you know, you know go go to uh, um look at some uh, product management spaces There, are, uh product management leaders talks you know marty kagan uh, is great teresa torres um I, I think that would be number one and that'll probably inform you the best that me to do anyone give you any one particular tactic or strategy um, that's, that's awesome what I mean.
1: and if you th- and if you think people love choice go to a fast food drive-through okay they limit the parking lot you can only go one direction there is no options and it's designed that way because it's the only way to get people in and out so yeah way to get out. but because okay. I, I knew somebody who used to do that anyway so i, I think we, <laughs> we are just about out of time is <laughs> usually the timekeeper here um but jason let me let me ask you just one final thing <laughs> If final 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 final, 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 final if people want to get in touch it. with you and <laughs> follow up with you, where do they where do they go? Who is where, how can how can people find out more about Jason Hall and send you yeah. a text?
2: so my um, my company's name is uh, Collaborative Structures, um, and so you can go to uh, it's collabstructures.com to find out more about me. Uh, I. You know, you know, I didn't talk at all about it in this podcast, but even in, in, you know, being more product led or customer centric led, you know, I layer on top of that, doing that in a collaborative and empowering way. So, you know, I, I'm, you know, having sociocracy models or self-management models, you know, I'm a big proponent of, of leveraging and layering that into organizational strategy to really empower your organizations to, uh, to deliver so that's kind of where the name comes from. So collabstructures.com, you can find me there. Um and I'm on LinkedIn. Sure, they're not that many Jason Halls, right? Yeah. Um, it's a
1: very it's a very complex. I, million I, I, million I, I, Jason yeah, I wish Halls. I
2: knew my LinkedIn handle off the top of my head, but I actually don't. Um, so search Jason Hall and look for this great there face. you go.
1: There you go. And and if you and you can also reach out to Cynthia or I or or se- send a note to um, what is it be- better better English?
0: Wait 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 I've got the whole you told I have the whole thing that I have to read before oh, okay. we, right, we sign right. off.
1: Cynthia, Cynthia. We see see we're just, we're just you I'm know, keeping you honest here, pig, dude.
2: So hey, that's cool. Because if we're
0: like, done with Jason, we're, then we're back to us, and I'm going to. I'm like pilot. I'm I'm pimping. I'm pimping. Are you here, saying so we're done, done with Violet. Jason? Jason, we're no, going. no, we're not done with Jason, yeah. but we're done with Jason. <laughs> we're where to find Jason? Where to find us? Okay, we are, thank you. We're not, we're gonna say goodbye, (laughs) but we're gonna first say, hey, Agile World is everywhere you wanna be, okay? We're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr even, if you still go there. There's gonna be a video version, so tell all your friends on YouTube. And we have podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Casts, Anchor, Breaker, and Public Radio, or Radio Public. Woo! And if this is how to get in touch with us, if you have any ideas, I don't know about the better English yet, but you can contact Cynthia at agile-world.news or Steve at agile-world.news. So Jason, again, where can we connect with you? Where will you be next so that... We can find you, and of course, I'm sure you're going to sh- share your this amazing interview with all of your friends. And you have a lot of fans, I know. So,
2: I am. I virtually uh, you can find me on uh, collabstructures.com or on uh, LinkedIn. I am not on TikTok. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Neither. You didn't hear. I, out of all that, yeah. you didn't hear TikTok. <laughs> no,
2: no I'm, I'm not there. All right. um, you can find me in person. At Agile DC, by the way. If, there we go. Which is, if you, is that which your, Steve? What is, is that, that, that your meetup group? September 27th, I
1: think. Okay. All right. Which is going to be awesome. Nat Stadium. Yeah, Nat Stadium.
0: Oh, Agile DC, the conference. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about what's your meetup group's name then, Steve?
1: It's it's Agile Coaching DC. and, and- Okay. Okay, and Jason.
0: (laughs) Okay, just very
2: yeah,
0: a lot of uh, a lot of agile DC going.
1: Similar, Uh, yeah. DC is so agile now, so yeah, so so there is that, and it is agile dash or agile dash world dot news. A a friend, a friend of mine, actually does the Agile World. So. (laughs) Oh no! Okay. (laughs) So, so but you got to get that uh, URL very specific there. Yeah, we'll we'll have Greg on sometime too. So, because he's he's awesome. Um, li- luckily, there's a lot of awesome people in this space. Um, Jason, thank you so much, dude. It was great seeing you again.
2: Yeah, great seeing you too, Steve. Nice meeting you, Cynthia. Thank you. Yeah,
0: we've known uh, each other now for sixty-seven minutes oh at least. God. So there you go. Ooh, I
2: think yeah. I think we can use hours now. You can use <laughs> hour. We're in the hour <laughs> range now.
0: Though. There you go. Yeah.
2: Congrats.
1: You no but, longer have to go into that. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, thank you, everyone. Thanks for coming to Agile World. Bye-bye.